don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Yeah, I said it. Rodney King should have got a head beat for driving drugs and being thrown in a Hyundai. Yeah, I said it. OJ did it. Yeah, I said it. And he Yeah, buddy. Yeah. What's going on? It's your baby, man. I'm B. It rains in the building one more time with you. It's DJ the DJ. What up, though? And this is Stacks. Don't forget to put the 100 in front of it. A 100? 100 Stacks. 100 Stacks. I'll make sure I got that right. Happy New Year, bitches. <laughs> I told you to name the show, but uh, don't want to do that. But we're here. Yeah, we're here, and it's a new year. Yeah, and I... And I'm loving 2016. 2016, uh, get lean. That's my slogan. 2016, get lean. Okay, well, so, just so you know, it's about to get real sexy in here all of a sudden. You know, we got Hunter Stacks in here, and he can't just do normal shit. Because it's hotter than a mother's man. We're going to get on Hunter Stacks. 20, 2016, I'm getting... Uh, okay. <laughs> there we go. Now, that is... I need... Uh, a bitch in here so uh <laughs> 2016 you getting lean yeah that's that, that's what i need a, i need a i need a uh a slogan too what's gonna be my slogan uh, 2016 get out the box how about that get out the box what what box what box the am box I in? that you put everybody in that that wouldn't be that? my slogan yeah that's what should be everybody else's slogan get out of my box Pause. I don't think nobody. There we go. The right. <laughs> there we go. My bad. So you know, I'm on. I'm on uh, my second day of my uh, diet, and uh, I've <coughs> lost uh, one pound. One pound. Two days. So you know, I'm doing good, son. Yeah, working out. I'm working out, and um, my week has been crazy hectic. Crazy hectic. Did a lot of moving, uh, a lot of shaking. Uh, I did have a good Christmas though. Uh, got me a, a watch, the, the Samsung Gear watch. I think I was telling you about that digital the move and all that. Yeah, you got to be all, yeah. uh, I got all fancy. Extra. We all not <laughs> able. Fancy, uh, upper, I got a new upper phone ex- and excellent. stuff. That's so. how we know you got it. <laughs> Tax season has no, not I don't got arrived. It. My wife got it, so you know she showed me love. Well, what's hers is yours, and what's yours is hers. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. So, uh, yo, Rand, tell me about your weekend. Man, my week, it's been cool, man. I mean, the weather change has been kind of crazy because cold, rainy, not so cold. A little bit warm, rainy again, cold. But I've been chilling. You know, New Year's came around. I ain't do a whole lot, man, because that was one of those cold nights. Mm -hmm. You know, when it gets cold around here, I need a couple of days to adjust. Right. Then I can go out and do normal ranch shit. I went downtown. That that the fireworks show was lame. Sorry, Houston, but the um, the energy down there was awesome. How they had the, the, the it was kind of like a New York feel. They had all the people down there in Houston, and uh, they had the live live band concerts. People everywhere, and uh, we got the new year in right. I just realized. Well, I didn't just realize. Y'all always hear my cup of ice every time. <laughs> every time. It's part of the show now. It's kind of a staple. Speaking of, this show is being covered. Crown Royal Apple. Crown Royal Apple. The sponsor. That's the take. Well, I can't call him a sponsor yet, so I'm picking my words. Right. Allegedly. <laughs> they Brought they, to you by. They not breaking off no ducats. Right, right, right. If they ain't broke off uh, Henny Palooza... Hennessy ain't broke them boys off with no ducats or nothing. Uh, in studio, DJ, 100 Stacks. What up, fellas? Life. Life in life? Way. I wonder, will it take me under? I don't know. Some Nas. Because Nas will get you into that, 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 that political feeling, which I think... That's the path we're going down this evening. And I think Nas was in the forefront in front of Fox News a few years back. Campaigning his speech. Mm -hmm. 
before the Black Lives Matter. You talking about I know I can? No, no, this was after that. Uh, okay, so this was after he got into it with Bill O'Reilly. This was during that moment. Okay, when he got into it with Bill O'Reilly. <clears throat> and um, yeah, so you know, shout out to Nas, NAS, and what some people might not know that Nas was calling himself God on the I Am album because God's actual name was I Am, but that's a whole different topic. That was before Ho. That was before Ho. Okay. I am. That I, I am, am meant God. And that's where he got the pharaoh of him on the actual cover. And he used the pharaoh instead of another picture to depict God because he didn't want the backlash. So he right. used it as a metaphor. Of, mm-hmm. I am. And he referred to himself as Jesus a bunch of times without saying that. Of course. So having said uh, that, what I carried a cross. If, if, what was it? Virgin Mary had an abortion. I still be carried in a yeah. chariot before stampeding horses. Yeah. I'm supposed to know that better than that. When I was having that. A big uproar about them carrying the crosses in the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of the because of the uh, hate me now video. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what's your slo- slogan for 2016? I'm taking it back to the 60s. Okay. Oh shit! By any means necessary. Oh shit! And I mean that because we're approaching the age where a lot of our Political activists are dying due to age, and it's not enough people with hearts to fill those shoes. And I think that's why my heritage and ethnicity is losing because we don't have a lot of people on the forefront. Nobody wants to actually die for the cause anymore. Right, right. They're gonna mic talking like Elijah right. Muhammad. Hey, it's real though. I'm taking it in. I'm taking it in. I'm taking it in, honey. And I feel as though a lot of people have become complacent and they have become stagnant with the movement to the point that they would rather be quiet and receive money rather than reject the money and move along the, the political movement. So that's that's the that's that's the motto slogan. Right. Is by any life, means huh? necessary. Mm-hmm. By any means necessary for the 2016. What up, DJ? What up, though? Did you get that list right? <laughs> you thought I forgot? <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, man, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yes, sir. So what you got going on? Uh, my motto for the year. Uh, shout out to Royce. We just we gonna visualize the action and actualize the vision. Oh, Royce the five nine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I did post that on Facebook. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not really fond of five nine. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm, I'm getting there because you guys, yeah, Ill Rand put me on it, and uh, you guys were rapping verses. I was like, wow. Yeah, I'm sleep. I'm sleep. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I'm doing for 2016. Come on in and passing it on to my kids, my son, yeah, my daughter, that's my wife. That's what it's so about. we all we all on that page. The structure. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, boys and gals out there listening. <laughs> this is the yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. Uh, yeah, I said it. I'm not going to say it. And another thing. Yeah, you wasn't supposed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you said you weren't going to say it. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about what's happening in Houston. You want me, you want me to get it higher? Yeah, because it seems like you kind of like talking around it. Like, like a surround sound. Yeah. You always getting on me with what this. What part mic should we start with Houston? Because I got a bone to pick yeah, with Houston. We, we talking day. about uh, what I forgot to bring with me. What I forgot to carry. The open, open carry. carry. Open carry. Open carry. That's gonna get some boys in jail. You know, you you have a, a concealed handgun license. Right, right. Twenty sixteen. You are free to carry. Now, of course. <laughs> now of course <laughs> of course they uh you know they they put stipulations up uh restaurants and um i think it was h-e-b 
uh, they don't want that in their yeah, stores they, and they stuff gave like people that. out yeah if you're mm-hmm. a business owner you can yeah. put the sign up that says we don't allow yeah. weapons on our premises and that's pretty much everywhere i mean that that sign has always been up in a lot of businesses and you know, restaurant stores like that so i don't think it's going nowhere but we're talking about the people that you see walking down the street and they have their pistol on well, the way I see it is, it's a, it's a strategic move on the government's behalf right. due to the black market of organ selling. So the more murder that would be committed amongst African Americans mm-hmm. would then in turn have a lot of more organ selling on the black market, which has been a major situation. Wow. With parent planned hood. What, what? planned parenthood. Planned parenthood. I mean, let me, let me, I thought they was talking about Aaron the abortion uh, all last year about that. But they was talking about the abortions. They was the talking about some feces or something. They, they allowed the abortions to take place in six and a half to seven months so the organs can be developed within the babies. Ah, copy that. Yeah, harvesting organs. Correct. Wow. Wow. So I'm thinking like when you said that, but you, you went in, you, you delved uh, deeper with it. You have to understand the agenda. Mm-hmm. The agenda would be, you look at the crime rate today. So you go based off of statistics and predictions, if it is an opening care, how would the crime rate raise in certain demographics and certain uh-huh. neighborhoods and things of that nature? They're trying to depopulize and depopulate America for whatever reason. Is it a particular race? It seems as though it is a particular race, but I don't have statistics on that. I don't think it could be a particular race because you want to say black people, we're already uh, locked up in jail. We're already extinct, (sighs) almost. Uh, We're not extinct, but we're in jail. I mean... We're being removed from the population. We're being removed, but not extinct. And um, when you come out of jail, you got all the, what, the felonies and all this other stuff, so right. you can't get a gun. But you can get a gun. Shout yeah, out you to Chicago. Uh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you can get a gun, but um, <laughs> it can't be, <laughs> it's not legal. So, so boy ran over here. So, so the, the open gun thing, I'm looking at it as you see somebody down the street carrying a gun. Me personally, I'm gonna keep mine concealed. So when I see that fool with the with the gun, and he just think he's Superman and he see a crime happening, or he wants to commit a crime and he pulls his gun out, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, hey, oh, you, you know, Pete, this is radio, so you can't really see it. This is the podcast, so you can't see it." Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna do? I'm going to pull my concealed handgun and handle business. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to open carry at all. I'm, but that's, but, you, that's but you're going to carry. I'm going to carry, but not open it. Yeah, I think that's how a lot of people feel about the open carry. <laughs> that sound right there. Right. I think a lot of people feel like it's the boogeyman, like people going to be walking up and down the street with guns in hand all of the time. And I think what's going to happen is it's going to empower people who've been looking for a reason to because they're going to feel like I'm within my rights now. Right. They're not going to get the information. They're not going to know where they can carry, where they can't carry. Right. And then they'll be incarcerated for, for ignorance because so, ignorance yeah. of the law is no excuse. As far as, far yeah. as you can see, though, like, I, I feel like that the open carry law is only going to do so much. Like, I don't think it's going to change that much shit. It, yeah, it's gonna be some some examples made, but most of the time, people, even criminals, know that just because the law says you can carry the gun doesn't mean I can steal a gun or have an illegally acquired weapon and carry it around like it's cool, like nothing's gonna happen. Like even I mean, you got to be caught up. You got to be really stupid, really off your mark to think that 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 burner that you got from somebody for for $25 
it's gonna be legal for you to carry and nobody's gonna say nothing but we have to give people credit for their stupidity <laughs> some people are yeah i say it's, it's gonna be a couple of casualties yeah. of of uh ignorance yeah. but i don't think it's gonna be as much as like when you when you get when you first hear about this open carry the first thing you think about is everybody's going wild wild west right. and a lot of people still don't mess with guns and like right and 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 people who are educated enough to or or uh knowledgeable enough to know that there's more to it than that they know that you got to go get your license to carry it. I think this open carry would be detrimental to black colleges. Texas Southern University already had two situations. Uh, they didn't go unfortunately, to the huh? They didn't go to the college. The dude that did it, he didn't go to he didn't go to TSU. He was he was young, young cat. The first, the first situation did. Uh, unfortunately, I had a, a friend of mine that was patrolling the premises. We can't call him a cop, right. although he is a cop. But right. um, you know, and he why, so why happened. Why couldn't you call him a cop? Well, because you know, I don't think he wants to put himself out there as a cop. But that's his job. That may be his job on how he feeds his family, but I don't think he want to be known in his city. As a cop. Okay, we won't say his name then. Oh, yeah. But he, the nigga but, a cop. He a cop. <laughs> by profession. He a cop. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole reason he was there. <laughs> so, given the circumstances, it was actually two individuals that attended Texas Southern University. Now, the way I see it is, it would be detrimental to the educational system outside of high school and grade school should I say could you look at the big protest that just took place two three months ago at UT Austin which is one of the most racialist mm -hmm. campuses <laughs> in Texas although that's not a, a, a word but hey we're gonna roll with that beautifulness we're gonna worry with that so you look at that and the disjustice of UT Austin and then uh, you know, one of my co-hosts, you know, he ran me and him actually faced some racism as well with another friend of ours by the RMC at Texas A&M. Uh, we're not going to say that, you know, the year because then that's slightly to our age. But <laughs> hey, you know, some time ago. 90s. We <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, this open carry thing. Um, I think it was I think it was strategically and methodically thought out, methodically planned. Right. And I think the motive is for the urban community to kill each other. Mm. Oh. Man, I hate to hear that. Well not in Houston. With all of that being said. Segway. Segway. Big shout out to Sylvester Turner. <laughs> Crybaby Turner. Cricket. Whoa. 36 years in the making, right? He's he been trying to be a mayor ever since I've been alive. Growing up. And every he time like, he loses. So he it's like good. good to, I, I'm, I'm happy that he's uh I'm happy that he's a mayor. So hopefully he can fix these potholes. Yeah. So is he actually the mayor now? So I, I quit paying attention. Yeah, they did the inauguration. What, 24 years now? I think it's been 24 years. So oh. like, yeah, no, I'm probably probably like he ran against Kathy Whitmire, like Kathy Whitmire. Who else? Uh, then he Bobby ran. Against, he Mayer. ran twelve years later as mayor of Houston. For those who don't know where we are, and then twelve years after, I think it's twenty-four years total. Yeah. He finally got it done third time's a charm. So how that crown? How's that crown? How's that crown, fella? Man, when I first started drinking this crown, the first time I tasted it, I didn't like it. It make your breath stink for me. No. You know what? Now you just messed it up for me. Like a now green I'm thinking apple, about no, like a green apple Jolly Rancher. You put in, I guess, man. Anyway, at the moment, I'm enjoying this crown. Okay. Yeah, it's smooth. It's smooth. It's making you look like Bill Cosby. <laughs> Speaking of Bill Cosby, segway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what we gonna do about this guy? They just said he didn't get uh, indicted. Right. Uh, I'm, too I'm yeah. a little slow so, on that. I'm I'm happy about that. Uh, it was never meant for him to get indicted. It was only meant for it to make national coverage and headlines so his name could be tarnished 
and even more cover so. the other stuff that's going on so that they don't have to talk they, about that. Well, I mean, they already tarnished his name. They put all of, what, the 36, 12, the dozen women on the cover of the New York Times. It's the New York, I think it's the New Yorker magazine. They put them all on the cover. So they made the cover of a magazine by oh, coming yeah. out with some late news. 30 years later. 30 years later. Yeah. Hey, they don't. Man, I mean, that just like man, I wasn't gonna go too far into this, but and I'm still not. I'm just gonna say, with everything else that we could be worried about, thirty year, forty years, anything that happened that far back that the people that it happened to didn't feel was important enough to bring up, man, that shit, let that shit go. <laughs> well, we're we're in the age now where um, you know it's easy to get money. You know, if I trip and fall in here, I'm 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 blasting ass in the courtroom. <laughs> you know, so it's it's crazy like that. Take over the microphone. But the way I see it is this: yeah. is like I wasn't there, so I can't say he did. I can't say he did. That's not even my... What you can say is... It's something that he likes to do. J-E-L-L-O. This is something that he <laughs> likes to do. He likes... Uh, it's a, I think it's a fantasy for him, though. Because a person with all that money, Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. I mean, he just... What? He purchased... He tried to purchase NBC. So he has money. I think this is like his fantasy. This is like one of the fetishes... You know, to drug a drug a woman. That's an interesting perspective. I think it's a fetish. I think right, see, fetish. but even, even like Before bondage, I even go into that. Yeah. Whether he, like, this is what we know for a fact. Mm-hmm. We know he cheated on his wife. Right. He was getting some pussy. This is what we right. know. That's, That's like everything know. else right. outside of that is conjecture. Okay. Right. Gotcha. So okay. yeah, he cheated on Camille mm-hmm. a plethora of times. She forgave him. She ain't gone nowhere. She's still holding by his side. To what she was. No, she still is. They just released a new article a little bit earlier today. Um, but maybe that last one I saw from yesterday was hogwashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was from yeah, like a waiting, satire site. She waiting until he dies so she can get that paper. Right. She already got the paper. <laughs> Some more that paper. Her, she she gonna the die paper right in her name. Them, she, uh, yeah, they gonna go together. Right. She these, these are <laughs> spring chickens. They ain't like she's sixty. They, they I think they she's seventy one. He's seventy eight. So. But anyway, my whole point was, is just that, like, whether he did or didn't, the fact that you can be discredited so much based on allegations, that's a huge problem. Like, the fact that, 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 that your television shows are no longer in syndication. So not only is he being affected, other people are being affected, right? right. So if you're, if you're Malcolm Jamal Warner and the show's no longer in syndication, you're being affected. If you're Keisha Knight Pulliam, right. Lisa Bonet, all these people, these all uh, Joseph C. Phillips, they all being affected financially mm-hmm. because of some allegations that were brought upon him. Right. And if you can just allege something and we can tell you down, yeah. I mean, it's over for everybody. Right. If you can just do that, we have somebody who's on the record. The guy who was the father on Seventh, Seventh Heaven, Heaven yeah. he come out and say he admits to his his crime, and his show's still on. Still but on. they they take this man's star off the Walk of Fame. They tried to take the star. Tried to take the star. Yeah. So just tried. but just the whole like even the fact that that's even a, a part of the conversation, that's ludicrous. I mean, just off allegations, no evidence. And then when you go and then you start breaking down the stories of of you know this person and that person, you can discredit them like. By the dozens, so to me that's that's what's scary about it all. It was gonna take the man star off the concrete. Yeah, that's cold. It is, and, th- and that that's what it is. It's just like they say he did something. It's gonna take the time to chip up the sidewalk behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they gonna get that jackhammer and they, and go to work, man. Well, I guess you know now. Yeah. They want to get you. They gonna erase everything, right? They gonna yeah. take your show. They gonna take the uh, get along gang. What is it? The junkyard. Right. <laughs> that shit ain't coming on. Fat Albert, yeah. Fat Albert ain't coming on PBS no more. Uh-uh. And they gonna chip up the sidewalk because it got your footprint on it. 
All based on allegations, though. That's the scary part to me. Right. That someone can just allege that you did something, and then you're killed in the court of public opinion. And oh, yeah. It don't matter what happens in court now. Right. So here's the thing, right? So, like, he, he was just indicted. They they bring him up on charges. That whole case can get dismissed, right? Right. Because no one covers the truth. You just follow the story. Right. I hear Charlemagne say this all of the time. Shout out to Charlemagne. They say, who cares about the truth if the lies more interesting? Who cares? In the media, right. yeah. So when, when they were coming out and they were attacking Michael Jackson, saying that he raped this kid and that kid. And so when the kids are adults and two of, and three of them say our parents put us up to this and one of them felt so guilty he committed suicide behind it, nobody covers that story. Right, right. Because the lie was more sexy. So yeah, if right. everybody come out and recant and say, man, you know what? Man, Bill didn't do anything to us. It don't matter. His legacy is tarnished. And that was the objective in the beginning. It's to tarnish the most respected black African-American actor to ever grace the stage. He was respected across the board from every race, nation, or creed. And it was all due to white supremacy, in my opinion. Sound like you're going to give him an image award or something. <laughs> that was a hell of an intro, Dre. <laughs> because you have to understand, like I tell my people, you have to rally behind your stars that's still alive. Right. Because if you don't, then it'd be another Michael Jackson situation. I can dig it. And Michael Jackson fell victim of rallying behind a star himself. But... The difference is, is he fell victim because could nobody help him. Right. The Michael Jackson situation came sleeping from... Sleeping in the bed with 10-year-olds. But that and whole story... had a llama and a, see, a music, It was two park. reasons why that story developed. You can't take a man serious when he has a monkey named Bubbles sitting in his lap. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... But the man just told <laughs> you, just leave him alone. Yeah. And man Bubbles. The man got a, uh, a wonderland. I mean, he's not he's not meddling in nobody's business. But one thing that Michael Jackson did that was wrong was that he funded the defense team of O.J. Simpson. Oh, what? He did what? He funded the defense team for O.J. Simpson. Wow. So O.J. didn't have the money for his own attorney oj didn't have the revenue to to afford the dream team yeah that bronco ain't big shit yeah he was driving that old ass bronco so what that so michael jackson came in it was current it was current okay so michael jackson came in at the last minute and helped his defense team which is now called the dream team in a side note johnny cockman in the side note, everybody that was on the defense team all died the same. But that's a side note. Mm. Huh? Everybody on the defense team died the side died the same way. You don't have the uh, the sound sound effects for the X Files. You know what I used to. <laughs> but getting back to it, right? You look at, you know, you know, you don't hear the hundred and ten million that Bill Cosby was paid out. Two weeks after the allegations, you don't hear that Netflix gave him sixty million to cancel his show, or NBC gave him fifty million to cancel his show. You don't hear these things. They don't want you to hear these things. It's not about money. It's about that if he became sole owner or majority owner of NBC, that would be the first time in history, period, that African Americans had control over the media and what was put out to the public. Oh, bring you it back. You don't think that's gonna uh that's you don't think that's that's ever gonna happen though? I mean we did it's gonna happen very soon because we're coming into a time that our people are starting to wake up and understand how white supremacy works now. For many, many years we was blind to the fact we got caught up in the Bill Clintons, not understanding that the Bill Clintons were even dirty. Or how Bill Clinton even got into office. Or how Bill Clinton was one of the three major cocaine traffickers in the U.S. by building a landing space in Arkansas 
and his brother Kerry Clinton getting caught up by DEA and feds in a motel with kilos of coke, but you didn't hear anything else after that. Whoa. That's cold. Well, that's why you start your own company like Oprah. Yeah. And even Oprah didn't own herself. That's why she removed herself from $253 million a year to now being her own, which has been struggling for many years. Well, she got with Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry showed love. She brought them shows and brought her ratings up. So, I don't watch it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> the only thing Tyler Perry owns is his studio in Atlanta. Right. So, with that being said, I think my brothers and sisters need to wake up more in abundance and start buying back our property and buying back our land which we pay mortgage on. Right. And I think that's where the change will come in at. Because it's crazy how if you own a business as an African American they tell you that you have to be in business two years before you can get a bank to loan you any money. Yet we bum Koreans in North Korea but they can come to the US and have tax free for 10 years right Bob land and after they 10 years they go back to their country and then they send other family members to do the same thing over and over again right yet they come to our community and buy everything up and then leave tax free but an American that fights for this country that's not geared towards our kind, yet we fight for it. We have to be in business of a minimum of two years for you to even consider giving us a loan. Something is something just isn't right. Shit, drop a bomb on that one. For real, man. Alright, um Let's move on. I think this thing is full of yeah, I said it moments. Let's yeah. move on. So another cup of coffee. We do this podcast, and you know why we do this podcast? Why we do it? The music. The music. The music. Let's get to it. Now we were just having a debate, me and Hundred Stacks, about Lil Wayne and Zero. But go ahead and give the reason. Not even the reason. Just just make the statement. The pose the question. Uh, I forgot what you said. Uh, who has more albums? Yeah, where did that so, come from? I, I mean, you know, when you look at an artist like a zero, you question the, the consistency of the oh, body that was the of question. work. Yeah, was he was he the most consistent? Was he was he the most period yeah. consistent artist due to the body of work? That he's put out, and that's in an, in the entire rap game. The entire rap, game. not just in here. Oh, not just in here. Not just in here. Now oh. you can be the most consistent, having number ones if you only put out five albums, right? Or the most consistent of how many number ones due to your singles. But are you the most consistent when totaling and tallying up the amount of consistency of songs you have put out due to the album that you put out over a 17 or 18 years span? Okay, so did we see the numbers on how much, how many albums he had out? Yeah. And how, yeah. how many was that? 18. 18. 18 albums. What? Really? Shaq's came through and said, what did you say? So was that like one a year since 97? Uh, something close to that. Yeah. He never missed a year. I don't think. He never missed a year. If he missed a year... I was always waiting. We don't know if it was a year that was missed, whether he was locked up or not. Right, right. A project did drop. Now, I'm not the biggest Zero fan, but I recognize quality when I hear it. And in my opinion, my opinion speaking on Houston, Texas, there are two artists that are, in my opinion, considered the most consistent. And Uh in front of Zero will be Slim Thug. Right. In front of Zero? In front of Zero, it would be Slim Thug. Well, simply, simply because the quality of work that he puts out. We're not talking about Scarface. I know, I know Scarface. I know, if it didn't come up already, we wouldn't go And I put <laughs> Slim Thug in front because of the way he did it. Slim Thug is, if not the only, one of two that 
enabled his platform to others to use to step upon. Now you have, you know, legends. You got the UGK, and you got you got the, the face mobs, and but to me, Slim Thug has been the only individual that has helped the new generation of hip hop, the new Houston, as they call okay. it. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, and the only because he'll do a feature and 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 then do the video put as well. With him. Yeah, he'll do that. So and so again, he did it for I, Big I, C, I, didn't he? I think I'm not too accurate on that, but I think has anybody talked to you? Uh, I'm not sure of that. I think he's. I'm not sure of that. But Slim Thug has been the only individual consistently with the quality of music that has been accessible to the masses and been consistent from mixing master to the production to the lyrics laid and features that has been consistent on a mainstream level. That's, what about that's Bun? Quality. What about Bun? When I think about Bun, I think that Bum has conformed to a lower level of music coming out of Houston, Texas, and he lost his niche. Bun don't have 18 albums. Nah, but what does Slim have? Uh, he's he getting close to 18. Nah, he's not getting close to I think he I have Slim. I think we're all a Google search away from year. knowing this, man. Somebody yeah, I know. got it. He but dropped, we got He dropped three albums. We got zero year. with 18 studio albums and 13 mixtapes. That's hard to top. We don't want to count mixed I'm just saying. I mean, because it's still, it's something, still it's something to say, though. There's something, there's something to say for 13. And that's not steps. including 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 um, compilation albums. What about Lil Wayne? Not close to 18. What? Did we figure out how not many Not close albums? to 18 albums? Not close to 18 albums at all. Wow. Is he even at 10? We speaking about an artist that the body work he put out, he's still at 12 to 14 million records sold throughout his whole career. Okay, Didn't he uh, just uh, reconcile with uh, uh, Cashman? That is speculation. And speculation? What's that? Well, I've seen on TV. That is speculation. We know nothing until we see. Yeah. They said, well, according to TMZ, they said Baby's gonna give him eight million. I'm like, how, how, how does Cash Money not have money? <sighs> Me knowing the game, one thing I know is not to count another man's pocket. Well, though I have factual evidence, what I'm saying it's Cash Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not all about the name, huh? Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> but Wayne has, what, 11 albums? Only 11? And one of them is a compilation. With, uh, Two of them. Not like Father, Like Son. Three of them would be compilation. Which one? The Young Money album, one and two. Oh, no, those weren't counted. Well, you might as well count this hot boys. The blackest, the blackest hot lights are 500 degrees. The quarter one, two, and three, and four. Uh, the four, the rebirth. That uh, I'm not a human being, mm-hmm. and I'm not a human being too. So yeah, he's would be studio with, album, right? Studio album. On zero. Well, I am. No, I right. I mean, yeah, he's well versed and he's put yeah, out. Slim Thug got a lot of damn albums. I man. told you, Slim got some albums too. He got. Think Boss Hog Outlaws Volume One and Two, maybe three. Those consider compilation. Volume Three sucks. Shout out to Snoop. Definitely shout out to Snoop. Yeah. And what about Killer? Why is he not Killer Colleon? You know, he's I'm a not good. I'm not and count all these. He's a good verse person. It's different between songwriters. Like I would love to and have just rappers, yeah. and I don't think people understand that. Right. Some third got seven of them. A person that's a good rapper to me would be a Jada Kiss. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Don't do that. Uh, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't. Sorry. Let's trademark. Oh, sorry. But Shout out to Jada Kiss. worse than that, you just sound a real, <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> so. You, I've never heard anybody say, "Have you heard that Jada Kiss album?" <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, DOA? 
or G O A? Yeah, top five. Top five. It was good. It was. He, I liked it. He had some climax moments, but you see how. Oh it, shit! You, here we go see, with this Drake. But look, you see, <laughs> you see what kind of praise we're getting. We're not. We're not enthusiastic about it, and I think that's because where we come from. Because we're from Houston. Well, not so nah. much as that because don't do that. Gotta, when New York music, um, we, we do because y'all give a bunch of uh, accolades to Royce, right? I mean, I think I think this collective is very eclectic, so I don't think you could tag us with that. You know, we're from okay. Houston, we're so from Houston. okay, gotcha. yeah. okay, okay. Now you want to go no he, limit on us, but he had Ooh. some nice highlights in his album. I liked the joint with him and Akon. It showed a slight different side to him with with subject matter, and then I liked the intro. It brought me back to a. A feel of being in New York at nighttime. Something like, you know, Jay-Z used to give in Volume 1 or Reasonable Doubt. It seemed like it was nighttime in a Big Apple. Right. But other than that, you know what you're getting from Jada. You're going to get a hard verse. Or several of them. Or several hard verses. On several hard beats. Before the song collectively. What that is? I'm not too Slip. sure. Seven studio albums. Seven studio albums. So some got seven. Fifteen mixtapes. Okay. Yeah. So with seven, so with seven, this has been fact check. So with seven hundred sacks, you'll still put Slim before zero. I will put Slim before zero. You can't after the numbers, dog. I will put Slim before zero for the reason of the consistency Nigga. of quality yes, twice music. as much of quality music how is this so music that's like more quality zero because when you didn't count well or, or wasn't quality no you have to look at it the way i see it is i'm when i think of quality music i think of the production and after the production, because you really don't get a great feel of production if it's really not mixed too well. But by Mike Dean being in the pocket and standing behind a Houstonian. Shout to Mike Dean. Yeah, and the it, pocket. It brought out the best of each project. My rim shot. Now, you got a zero that he had an album in 2005, 2006. It seemed as though it was industry standard. Better late than never. Then some of his other projects seemed like they was meant for underground. Due to the only the level of production, not lyrics, but the level of production. As though the budget might not have been there to go back and get the production that he once had on some Ladies projects. and gentlemen, welcome to the Dre Show. That'd be me. <laughs> so Slim Thug would be first. Because he did do it as a boss. Let us let us let us add that. Not only did he do it as a boss, he stood behind his city for whoever needed him that was up and coming. He lended his hand and he lended his voice. And he helped the new Houston. That speaks volumes. Because before Slim Thug, Slim Thug really emerged in 99-2000. Let me ask you a question though. Doesn't that speak more to his personality? versus Zero's personality because if we look at the two just from what we know us being here having limited or depending on who you are you know interactions with them Zero will be an introvert whereas Stay Slim Thug will be an extrovert like he has an extroverted personality that's correct but it still don't take away from the quality of body of work he's put out it's a difference, right? No, I'm just, I'm just making mention to yeah. taking on the new Houston, having that personality, right. having that desire to even want to. Because Slim Thug, I mean, Zero still putting out albums every year now. He's last, he had two albums, I believe, in 2015, The Crown, then Melting the Crown. Right. right. Like, but just oh, his personality. Oh, two different albums. Right. Oh, yeah. Damn. But just, just his personality doesn't lend itself to saying, hey. Let me go and go get the new Houston guys to come over here and fool me because he's just going to go and do it by himself. But again, I mean, your credit to what you're saying, you know, 
I would I would have it flip flop. I would have zero first and slim second. If I mean based on you know this argument, but I understand what you're saying. Does zero have a hit on every single album you drop? Absolutely not. Does Slim Thug have a hit on every single album? What, you you talking, what, what do you mean by hits? Radio or standout track? So now, if we say a standout track, then I could say uh, again. That's just kind of it's, that's conjecture to me. Zero M sixteen. Yeah, all of that is pretty much a matter of opinion, and if you actually listened or not. Right. That's that's it right there. There it is. That's why I said it's conjecture. It's all based on you know who you are, what you think, how you feel. It's not something that everybody can listen to and say, "Hey, this is the." I just think the quality of production on every Zero album has 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 not been standard, industry standard. The quality of this crown, because <laughs> I am feeling it. I need another pull up, fellas. <laughs> I ain't a drinker, but don't push me. Turn the stacks off the done. I drank water from the ice. But I definitely have a lot of respect for both of those guys just for continuing to put out music. Correct. I mean, but you know what? I got a question to ask you, fellas. Because I, I asked Rand this question a few years ago. How did Face Mall get overlooked by UGK? Huh? What? How did UGK become a major brand in Texas over Scarface? Oh, well, um, I, oh, got go a, ahead. I, I got a, a bit of a theory behind that. One being that Face wasn't trying to do anything. Face was actually trying to phase out of dealing with the hip-hop scene because he didn't like where it was going or whatever the case would be. Right. So he wasn't trying to put out no records or nothing. On the other hand, Bun B was working overtime while Pimp C was locked up for those couple of years. Yes, so he did. He did. He pretty much put himself in a position to to uh, a position to be, you know, the, the forefront of Texas rap. Yeah, he was on every feature. I remember that. Yeah, that year he was going ham. So he was trying to do it. Took advantage of, uh, of the Jay Z hookup, and he was trying to do that. Meanwhile, Face is like, Face is not trying to rap. Right. He's either doing it or he's not, but he's not trying to be a number one artist or, you know, on the radio or, or have these connections. Like, Face a doodle shit. All you, really, all you gotta do is ask Face, and if he like your music, he's gonna do it. But he's not trying to be that man. So, the second part of this question is there a Bumby? Without Pim C. Yes. Yes, it is. Quality. Yeah. There's fans that's gonna that's gonna deal with him regardless of what he's doing. And I, I think we can say that because of the last two albums. Let me rephrase the question. Would there have ever been a Bum B without Pim C? Would there have ever been? No. No, no, no. Would there have been a Pim C without a Bum B? I say no. Uh, he, he was a producer. I say yeah. no. Who was the producer? Correct. Right. Right. He didn't just make beats. Would you say that UGK consisted of Pimp C and Bum B just came and laid his verse? Say it again. So a lot of a lot of the music sounds like that. A lot of the music. It sounds like Bun Bun was the rapper. Yeah. And Pimp was the artist. I think that he Bun B Bun B said said that. No, Bun B said that. No, I no. Bum B said that it, it was his mother that did the interview, and then he did the interview. Said, that uh, "Yeah, I remember him saying something like that on some, he was somewhere along Pimp the line." C, he was the he was the lyricist or whatnot, but Pimp C was the brand that was going. He was going right. to tell it to you in a certain way that was that you was going to get it. Right. Uh, you know, that's not word for word. That's just right. roundabout how it was put. In, in my opinion, if there was no Bun B, Pimp C would have been the gimmick. Oh yeah, oh, it would it would have been something. It would have been something that I don't. Yeah, think he you, said it. Yeah, I said it. I, I don't think it's something that you've been able to consistently listen to for years. You go all the way back to the to the mid early nineties. Go all the way back there. Let's go all the way back. So we're listening to Pimp C. Then I don't think by nineteen ninety nine you still want to hear Pimp C. 
Bun B kept it grounded. He would give you something that you could hold on to. That way in 99, 2000, 2001, it was something that was still worth listening to because okay. he gave you substance. Okay. okay. On I, the I, other I, end. I, I, I okay. agree. Okay. I agree. I, I think Bun B versus. You couldn't wait for them to be over to hear PC verse. I felt the opposite. Oh. Correct. Who has not the early most- on? Not early Ooh. on. I wanted to hear Pimp. Pimp right. Yes, yes, As the years yes. went on, <laughs> Pimp dumbed down more and more. Right. And just a style. Yeah. Who th- has more memorable verses? Man, I could just do the murderer verse right now. Pimp C did. That's I don't know verse. what the fuck Pimp C said on murderer. You. That's one. This is the, that That's Bun an B, example. Though. That's Bun B. Pimp C had a. I don't know what he said on there. If we put on, if we put on, what was that? The Ryan Dirty album. Pimp C Ryan Dirty had if we put on more a ra- memorable quotes in that one. That's song. because he was rapping some simple it, ass Juicy J ass <laughs> shit. Ha! Sorry. Right. That's like saying, like, I mean, just by that same token, we could use Juicy J. Juicy J has more. We, I'm talking about just to the masses. You're not talking to hip hop heads. Slob on my knock. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> right. Like, like he, on the he, cop. He has more memorable, like stuff that people can quote and rap along to than Rakim does. Oh, of course. People can't. They don't know Rise rap. Right. But can't talk. You can't. You can't. You can't bring up uh, Rakim because that that was still not? like the um, the growth, the inception. I, I don't know what you call it, of, of hip hop. It was still young. It was still young. People were still trying to. Fifteen years old. People were still trying to. Huh? When his last album came out? No, I'm talking about one of his early albums. And how old is uh, hip hop now? Thirty years old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it was fifteen. Forty. Forty. Oh, it was still young, sugar. regardless. It was still young, but there was so much that had been done by that time. Yeah, like, yeah, not yeah. to the masses, though. What? Not, not, hit, not to not to Japan, not to Australia, not to. Why are we talking about Japan and Australia? It, like we've ever the been there. Though. We don't know, but what they the know hip hop, though. Okay, but we don't even know what they like about hip hop. Oh no, they don't say rock him. They know Wu Tang. They know Wu Tang. Rakim didn't go overseas and tour. Class of 91. Are you sure? Wu-Tang did. And if Rakim did, he probably just went to one country. I, I feel like, and I, I can't I can't give you a background uh, to, to back this up, but I feel like those people overseas that, that are hip-hop fanatics right. probably do their homework and right. probably know what was going on before Wu-Tang. I would venture to say oh, okay. that somebody from overseas probably can give you more in-depth um, conversation on hip-hop than people who grew up here because yeah, they appreciate you're it right. more. You're right. But because it's not there. Fuck if, 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 you. But I'm saying, if you, <laughs> if you, if you <laughs> go on YouTube and check out those little documentaries that they do overseas, they're saying Wu-Tang. They're not saying Rakim. They, they'll, they'll say Rock him in a sentence. But you have to understand they say Wu Tang because of not only the culture but the branding and the merchandise. Right, right. And it's all a part of the culture. Cool. Because I don't get upset. It's a part of the culture. (laughs) (laughs) So, to answer your question about um, Pimp C and Bun B, I don't think Bun would exist and I don't think Pimp C would ever have been known to the masses. I think. It would have been something that was gimmicky. It would have been nice. It would have been cool. Right. It would have been definitely wouldn't have lasted in the new millennium. It would have right. been like Manny Fresh was before he hit big with Cash Money. People don't remember um, what was the song he had? Mac, Mac Daddy. I mean, no Pimp Daddy. Yo, Pimp Daddy. There has and all been I want to do is be yo, Pimp Daddy. There has been a lot of conversation on a specific site that wishes. That's that's what I was going for. Boom. That Pimp C would have been the one to live, right? Because, I mean, and the opposite should have been the one damn, to take what? the dip. Hey man, hey, yeah, what? but hey, like, man. but it's that's because Put it's your the motherfucking cup. Where's down? the boo at? No, but <laughs> people say that because that's not what happened though. You failed, you big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> People say it because that's not what happened. Yeah. If Bun B was the one who had 
expired and Pimp was here, then they'd have a greater appreciation for buns. I don't. They would think say, so. "Where are these? Right. Where are these?" You think so? Yeah, damn substance. right you would. You I don't, don't think so. Everybody knows that artist is more valuable dead than alive. I mean, Jenny oh, yeah, Kiss told us that, that long time but ago. But I thought he was talking about. That's why Pimp people C. know who Big L is speaking, right now. Correct. I'm talking about Pimp C speaking of Bun B all all the time. You have to you have to understand. Like like Bun was what quality free and Pimp C, and then when he came out, speaking of Pimp C, right? What Bun B do you like today? The old Bun B or today? Well, here's here's something that I learned in my own ignorance of not listening. Bun still has those glimmers of hope if you're listening to the album and you oh, hear yeah. those songs. Oh yeah. I just I, from what I the radio and I should know better. I always say I know better than than to judge somebody's music off the radio. But the radio turned me away from listening to, listening to any of Bun's albums because how simple, mediocre rhymes. Like you can have nice beats and 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 nice catchy hooks, and that'll work for most people. But that won't work for me because. You know, from an artist standpoint, I know that you didn't put any work into those beats or those hooks because you're not doing the beat or making the hook. I don't hear you on the hook. So what I'm listening to is something with your stamp on it that you didn't do nothing to make work. Right. Which comes back and said, MC meant more to UGK than Bon B. Everything was... It was easy for Bun when Pimp was alive. Yeah, right. He said that. Yeah, right. Said that. Yeah, well, I agree. We, we all agree with that. Right. But one without the other. All had to do is show up and just write one verse. One without yeah, the other would right. not have worked as well. Right. Do you feel the same way about Outkast? You have, when I think of an Outkast, it's evident. I shouldn't even have to say it. It's evident. What's That's evident? evident? Early on, Three they thousand. were a lot more. No. Uh, they were a lot closer in style and, and, and the way they did yes, they were. their music uh-huh. early on. This is Andre what Andre just catapulted. This is what I know. Yeah, he got I know Eric when Badu correct that shit changed. Yeah. This is what I know for a fact. Lyrically he catapulted. I don't I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think he's the lyricist that everybody says that he is. Like yes, I think he he's great, but he I don't is. think he's some of some other world like people try to make he it. He is think. great though. I think I think <laughs> right, but he is great. Like I'm not and so I never take away from his greatness. But when I hear sonically, when I'm listening to Big Boy's solo albums, they sound like Outcast albums. When I listen to right. um what was the double album? Uh, the Love Below and Speaker, Speaker Box. Box Speaker Box sounds like Outcast. The Love Below does not. No. Right. So Andre, to, to his own detriment, but, has never given us a body of work for us to judge what it sounds like. But it was due to the love below. Why you even bought Speaker Box? I can't say that. Love below sold that. That ain't why I bought it. I, I can't. The way you move is the reason why I bought it, and and that was on Speaker Box. But the way you move did not top. Hey y'all. Uh, I think no, because, happy, but huh? I don't that's listen pop, to Hey Y'all. That's though. a pop song versus when the, the hip-hop when the song, last time you when the last time you listened to Hey Y'all. I just listened to it. <laughs> what about With, you, Aaron? The, right, <laughs> the way you move was beautifully made because the Marvin Gaye sample it was smooth as shit. Sleepy Brown again. Ooh. I like the way you move. But, oh, we got hundred stack vocals. Uh-oh. <laughs> but the love below spun not one, not two. See, that's why we had this issue with him three. being on the top ten rappers list. Right. Because you, you don't have a rap album from Andre 3000. Correct. All. The love below is not a rap album. And Correct. I don't think so. He, I, I, it, I so it, if he, he made the whole album sell in a different market from people who normally would not have bought an Outkast album because right. he did these pop records. Right. Can we album. even consider that pop? Yes, yeah. yes. It's pop. Hey, y'all. Yes. So you gonna you tell me it, that's hip hop more than pop? I don't. I see it as being on the lines of. Jimi Hendrix didn't just pop. No, I don't no. see that being Jimi Hendrix. Jonas was, Brothers. I don't J- see Jimmy that being Hen- Jimi Hendrix. The Hanson. It wasn't hip hop. Hey, y'all, actually does sound like Mbop. 
Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah. it actually does. <laughs> Come on, you right. and you you walk right into that one. Right. <laughs> it sounds a lot like umbop. Yes, it That's does. That's what it, exactly but what it sounds saying, like. Listen to it sonically. I don't see that as being pop. Hold on, we gotta hold call on, hold it. on. It gotta be. It's a 2016 that he referenced. Hanson, <laughs> I referenced them <laughs> for a reason. Just like Hey Ya is. And you telling me that this don't sound like a pop record? That sounds like something that James Brown would have made. That James Brown have already James Brown. Yes. This is this, okay. I'm gonna get, so I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna <laughs> you just stacked. <laughs> you telling me that doesn't sound like something that James Brown has previously. And he probably got that. Papa's got a brand new. You talking to a person that listens to music? I can name songs. I know you listen to music, but the shit that you say about it is what's throwing me off. So was James? We not for the gold of James Brown, but was James Brown pop? Because Papa's got a brand new bed. It's the same sonically as Hey Ya. It's just a different tone. I don't know exactly what you're saying. Right, right, right. I got you. So I'm, following I'm not gonna throw something out there and came back well, it up. But here's here, okay. Let me ask you a question. Here's another question, right? Okay. Is Andre 3000 greater or better than CeeLo Green? Listen to. It's, it's, hold on. Say listen. it again. Okay. Hold up. We got we got to let Red listen to it because he got to listen a couple for a few few more seconds. Thank you. It's the same. I rest it's my case. Just that. a different tone. I give you a hundred back. back. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> hey. Wow. Right. I listen to all music 40, 50 years back because I'm 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 a musician. I'm not. We're gonna have to agree rapper. to disagree on this one. No, I I, I agree. I, I understand agree. what he's saying about totally. the reference. The sounds totally. in that, and you think of. And we're not talking about sound. Make, sure, make sure you're in the microphone when you do that. Because I want to hear all of this later just when I play it. Back. Honest. But I'm not right. I'm hoping you're not thinking about sampling uh not. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> so back to the question. Hey uh it may not have One, been hard. That has that feel that James Brown feels. That's James Brown. Okay. It has that James Brown. Feel. I'm just James not going to say nothing else but about look, this but shit. What I'm saying, though, Andre 3000 cannot give us a body of work. He can. He has can. He can, but he cannot give you three verses. He'll give I... you two hard verses and he going to sing. <laughs> yeah, I said it. And another thing, if you want to hear if you, Big Boy, his last, his, his last verse. Killed the industry, which was so happened to be on Rick Ross's album. If sixteen ain't enough, oh wow, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was pretty that good. killed the industry the whole year with thirty six or maybe forty two balls. And then he gave you guitar, and he and yes, he threw in singing, but that was a spec. That's that was and, and before that storytelling part four broke down the industry in 2007. I never said he never had highlights. Oh, that's more than a highlight because he consistently gave you fire verses every time. Hey, you but heard that's him. what you just said about Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss gives but you Jada fire Kiss, verses, but Jada Kiss and but did we say Jada so? Does Twister? But did we say ah uh, Twister? Did, come on, man. Did we say Jadakiss was a storyteller? He can be. Can he? He can be. Can he? Yes. He had one storytelling verse to me. That was the letter to Big when his movie was coming. When out. he was with the Locks. Fuck you is the only song I know of Jadakiss when he was with the Locks. It, it, thank you, <laughs> Twister. I don't like him telling stories. Have he, I have it. I've never. Nah, heard he's a told story. a lot he, of stories. Well, he told a lot of stories, but he did it. He did it as a feature, like with Do or Die. But like, as far as far as oh. his, what was the twist of Oh Lord! Hold on, what's, oh, that's listen the, to this. That's sixteen. That's sixteen. Yes, it came on real sexy. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Play the whole. Oh shit! 
Oh, damn, and we were out of time. Right back to him, you know. When 16 ain't enough, I only get 16, that's like a cage, you know. 16 ain't enough. We're part two. Yeah, well. You know, it's just a <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're not gonna go okay. too much further than this, but but uh, damn, why is they still playing? Okay, <laughs> there we go. All right, uh, <laughs> enough with all that. So, uh, this is the Yeah I Said It podcast. Yes, yes, and uh, I am Il Ran. It's your main man Humvee. And it's DJ, the DJ. And this is Stacks. Do not forget to put the hundred in front of. Hey, well, uh, one more thing. How how can they uh, reach everybody? How can they reach you, Il? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Um, I'm on Twitter at Il underscore Rand underscore is underscore back. And there's always the Ill, the Il Rand music. Okay. At yahoo.com, man. Y'all can check me out on there. I mean, that's that's my email. On the stacks, how can they reach you? Uh, on Instagram, YBE. Better known as Young Black Exec. The correct spelling of young. The correct spelling of black. Exec. E-X-E-C. The movement. DJ. You can't reach me, I'll reach you. Wow. <laughs> Just like that. Just like. And you can reach me. Everything is G-Thang Rec. That's G-T-H- a N G R E C on Twitter and IG. Alright, fellas. Till next time. Yeah, I said it. Peace. Yeah, I said it.